0: Hello everyone. This is Deborah Brown Volkman and I am the podcast host for Wisdom Comes with Wrinkles. Um this podcast really is where guests come and they share their lessons learned because I believe that getting older in the workplace is not something to be afraid of. It is something to be celebrated. You have battle scars, you've been through a lot and because you've been through a lot, you have the ability to 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 give back. And I love that, I love that. You know, wisdom comes with wrinkles where you say, oh my God, I have all this wisdom. And then you look around and you go, oh, I also have wrinkles, and I wanted to do something with it, and I wanted to reach out to other people who are also doing something with it. So my guest is Candice May. Hello, Candice. Hi, Deborah. Um, thanks for having me. Oh, I'm so excited. So just from a logistical thing, some people are listening to this via audio, and some people are, are watching this via you know, video. So I take notes. I have a little yellow pen. I take notes. I like to capture what guests say. I like to capture what they say in the moment. So if you're watching this and I look, you, I am looking down. It is because I am looking down. I am looking down. So we have Candice May. She is the um, founder of Candice May Leadership Development. Candice is doing amazing, incredible things. We are in an entrepreneurial think tank together, and we met. And I just said, "Oh my God, this woman is just a dynamo. She's strong. She's powerful. She's been through a lot." And she's here to share her story with you. And Candace, I'm just grateful, grateful that you're here. So thank you. Thanks for having me, Deborah. Yes,
1: I've been through a journey.
0: Yes. All right. So before we start, so how how old are you?
1: I'm 59 years young.
0: Yay! I'm, I'm 57, right? So that's how we roll. That's how that's we roll. Right. right. You get older you're gonna get back. So um, tell us, you know, tell tell us a little bit, a little bit about yourself and your journey.
1: Well, I've been uh, I've been administration and uh, VP uh, and operate applications manager for enterprise implementation of systems. I worked um, in it for over 22 years. I worked with the government. I worked in accounting. I have a a bachelor's degree with business administration and a a master's degree. in. interactive telecommunications with project management as emphasis so uh working with in teams developing teams uh, cross-functional teams uh getting people on board uh even when they don't report to me okay. has been something i've done for years that goes a lot to be said with leadership they say if you want to test your leadership ability work with volunteers or people you don't have any authority over wow. and if you can get them to buy in and, and follow and, and meet deadlines then you're doing well right
0: yes because you're not paying them and they don't have to be there
1: yeah that you can't threaten them with a job <laughs> performance or or you're pay like, cut or demotion <laughs> like
0: okay we'll leave right, right.
1: yeah yeah
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah
1: so everyone deserves to be led well that's my that's my philosophy
0: oh I really like that now you and I we had like a little conversation before the actual recording and you were telling me a story about how there was a bo- a bully boss and um so can you share that story with us
1: yeah now I use that term bully boss and somebody said what did you say <laughs> I said a boss that was a bully <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> a bully boss so uh, I was working at uh at a uh, at a job site. I don't want to say where <laughs> no. necessarily. And this, um, this individual was brought in from the outside, took over a department of 35 people. And I just watched the dynamics completely change. Um, <clears throat> he came in and literally uh, was a bully to, to every, all the subordinates and how he treated uh, his superiors was completely different than how he treated his subordinates, And he would um, just unethical, raise his voice, get in their face, um, micromanage, um, not appreciate their, their qualities and their strengths, um, undermine, disempower. Uh, wow. So many, so many, horrible experiences I I observed and watched and even experienced myself under this particular individual. So um, that's the story I want to share. I want to share that I I saw how someone who's not a good leader can destroy lives. We had some magnificent people on the team with high skills, um, high performance, completely shattered second-guessing themselves, doubting their abilities. And these were top-notch people who you were sought after by Google and so forth. And then all of a sudden they were like kind of devastated and questioning their their ability to even uh, function. It was just just distraught to observe this. So I think my lesson is that we need leaders who lead well. We need leaders who are competent, have the ability to connect with their staff, and have strong character. It's okay. all three of those. Oftentimes, okay. uh, leaders will focus on competence only, and they'll look for technical skills, and and that's fine. But technical skills and people skills are completely different skill sets. And when you're in leadership, you really need to have those people skills, those soft skills we call them. And so, um, connecting with your people through empathy, compassion. Um, uh, There's 22 relational um, nutrients that Dr. John Townsend uh, talks about in his book, People Fuel, that I absolutely love. I bring that into my coaching, having people be able to use those for communication. I'm a communication and behavior specialist. So understanding each other's personalities and the different styles of personalities and how to to adjust your approach to meet people where they are those
0: are all critical skills for leadership so all right right. so candace i just want to go back for a moment right right so there were you you said when you and i were having this conversation you said there were 35 people right so you witnessed 35 people top-notch people the top of their game you know go to really questioning themselves. And I'm, I might even meet them at a certain point where they have imposter syndrome, what happened to me and how, you know, you're in the wrong place is where you feel bad about yourself. So were you want, were you good? I'm trying to get a little context. So were you one of those people? And then you left and said, you know, I'm going to do something with it. Like, were, were you one of the 35?
1: I was one of those 35 though. I, I, my story was a little different. I had a lot going on in my life with my kids and and their health and uh, different uh, aspects. So I chose not to leave the job. I wanted to stay in the, because it was location, things going on outside with my children needed my attention. I did not want to jump board though, because I was already working with leadership and, and developing the leadership skills to to have my own company and leadership development i decided to embrace this as an opportunity to kind of witness what was going on and and you can have great bosses but if you've never experienced a really bad boss um you, you really don't know how bad it can be so this was an opportunity for me to really kind of observe and connect with my my team so i i would send videos to them every day by email to empower them, encourage them, and uh, lift them up. And then this boss was like, "You're not allowed to send videos to people. You can't. You know, <laughs> like I mean, nothing like ridiculous. Like,
0: like ridiculous. It was ridiculous.
1: Thanks. Like I was, um, I was salary, and yet now all of a sudden I had to take medical leave part time for my daughter's health. And okay. so he gave me a really hard time. He didn't want me to be able to do that, to take time for my family. So then he wanted to punish me and make me micromanage me by having to put in my time by the minute of everything I was working on daily. Uh, It was tedious and silly. And legally, he should not have been able to do that. But you you play with the rules that are there. Um, so what I did was I could see and observe the behaviors, um, colleagues couldn't explain what was happening they would say uh he's bullying us but they couldn't they couldn't verbalize the manipulation that was going on or how and i have that gift i can observe things i can document things i have a legal secretarial background i i can do legal pleadings i can uh, uh, track all these things so i was able to track all the things that were going on with me and the contradictions and the manipulation i could see what was happening with other people but you know human resources doesn't want you to talk about other people's experience they only want to I want do. you to talk about yourself
0: yeah yeah so what yeah. so what what happened to the, so i'm wondering how long did you stay and then what happened to this person well it, it well over a course of two
1: years uh-huh. um i was working with senior senior administration you know you go up the food chain right and with he was um writing bad reviews, performance reviews, and twisting facts. Um, I had documentation, detailed documentation of, of various events. So what I discovered was they were playing the, the time-wait game by making you go through the channel because human resources only gives you 30 days to respond to any event. After 30 days, you you can't bring it to them as a complaint, right? Okay. So they would tie it up with the, the next level of administration and then you miss your window. And then when you go to HR at this particular institution, you had to cite policy that was broken. You couldn't just say what you described behavior. You had to be able to cite the, the policy, what was broken, what should have been done, uh, what recommendations you you recommend to improve things. Well, because of my background and skill set, I was able to do all that. But I had to wait for the next time something came up. So there was a review and in a review, he he referenced something that occurred a year or two ago. Well, I had all of this documentation, which was my window of opportunity. 30 days, I could quickly respond. So I immediately went to HR, wrote up all the details, the attachments. I think we were in the double, double digits of A through Z exhibits. Uh, it's a 144-page document I submitted to Human Resources wow, on, this behavior, okay. on this behavior, on this bullying approach, giving exact examples of things that had happened, and uh, dates and times, and uh, recommendations on 360 reviews so that, that that Human Resources could get feedback from the subordinates as well as the supervisors and colleagues because this particular um, supervisor was not liked by other colleagues at his same level. You know, they saw the manipulation that he was doing, even with them, but nobody was, was pushing it or, or was able to capture the details and express it in a way that had any meaning or substance. So being able to cite the policies that were broken, being able to cite the bullying behavior, being able to cite recommendations of how to correct the behavior. Um, and then what happened? I, Did it lead they, to- I won, but, you know, right. I was still there under him. So then you, you yeah. fear retaliation. Yeah, right?
0: Well, I mean, you win, but you don't really win. Exactly. You know, I mean, so I took an
1: opportunity happen. to move to another area and okay. I went from a permanent employee to a contract employee, but um just to get away from that situation. But it wasn't long before they moved him out of that that location into a different location and took away all of his access to lead people. He just was responsible for systems.
0: Okay. Well, you know what? Congratulations to you. I mean, that's a really big deal. So so, so I wanted. so what happened next, right? So you said, you know, I did this, but I was building my company, right? So did you, so use this as an opportunity to, we try out your leadership and then you segued into your own, into your own business. So like what, what happened? Well, I was,
1: I was a trainer also. I volunteered my time outside of my main core with the human resources for, uh training across the institution and that was that was a good experience and people really loved my training they said i was like a breath of fresh air Mm -hmm. um they some people have been there 22 years and double digits and they would say like there's something different about you candace may you bring so much more energy and hope it's like a a a swoop of fresh air to us it doesn't feel like um it feels very sincere and and Mm -hmm. tangible Right. So that was encouraging. Um, But I can tell you in the middle of doing that training, while I was still under that supervisor, um, we had some admin staff who came um, into the training room and they were bully uh, people themselves, because I think the leadership gets key people to do their dirty work or to do things that are unethical. And I think there are people who think that they have to follow orders, whether they agree with it or not. And I want to say as one of the lessons, I think we need to realize we have a choice. We don't have to blindly follow when we know something is wrong. Mm -hmm. Right. And so when they first came into the training room, I panicked. I was like, "Why are they here? They're spying on me. Why they're gonna do something back to retaliate against me because I'm in here and I'm training people about uh, leadership in a better way." And um, and then at one point, they finally made a key statement to me that totally made me relaxed. And that was, "What if you have a boss that's telling you to do stuff that you know you don't agree with and you have to follow?" And that's where I was like, "Oh, so they some of the things that they're doing." Maybe because they just felt they didn't have a choice. Okay. But they do have a choice. We always have a choice, right? Mm-hmm. We can come back and say, that's, I don't agree in this approach and why, and uh, handle things a little bit differently. As I started to say, there's competence, there's connection, and there's character. Those three things are a big part of leadership. So we, most people focus on the competence, the hard skills. And they say, oh, you're doing great skill. You're very technical. Let's raise you up to a new promotion. They, we call that the Peter Principle. People get promoted uh, based on a, on a competent or, or technical skill, something they've done even successfully for the company, but they don't have the people skills. They don't. And people skills and technical skills are completely different. And we need to develop our leaders. We need to actually develop a leadership pipeline within the company so people are 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 growing in their character. They're growing in their ability to communicate and connect with others, to uh, coach them and for growth, for, for good performance. Because too many times people will give a performance review and say, this is a problem, you're not doing very well here, go fix it. And they don't give them any any advice on how to grow or how to fix those challenges, especially if they're in a soft skill area, right?
0: Yes. And and then also during the performance review, a lot of times that's the first time you even find out there's a problem. Like you think. Right. Oh, and, you that's the right. right? and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, why didn't you say something? Right. There it's should be no authentic.
1: surprises. No surprises. It should yeah. be constant coaching
0: throughout the year. Right. So, yeah. So these uh, are right. these. Are- all right. So, all right. So I want to want to ask you because I've been taking notes feverishly because I absolutely love this. So we have the three pieces. We have we have the connection we have the character and we have the competence and you and I also had a conversation about the the character piece that there's so much around compassion and empathy and there's not really around character um and I, I said, wow, that's really great. I don't really see that I don't really see that at all So like I really feel like you're onto to something and and I'm also wondering, do you think that you went through that experience to to get you, where you are today? Like, did it bring you to the work that you're doing today?
1: I don't think it alone brought me to this. This is uh, what what I do as far as personal growth has been a passion of mine since as far back as I can remember, specifically around age 13, I really dove into a lot of personal growth. So I I call myself a personal growth junkie. I I really had a lot of time in developing myself and uh, spiritually, emotionally, physically, and and spiritually all. And I call that holistic approach uh, to coaching. So even when I'm coaching business owners and executives and women in leadership, I am focusing on them as a whole. I think it's important to integrate who we are So that we're walking in our values. We know what we value, where our decisions are based in our truth and connected uh, in all that we do. And as a business owner, we have intention around developing the culture that we want as our workplace. Because without intention in developing that culture, chaos breaks out. That's
0: right. That's another C. (laughs) 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 <laughs> all right. That's another thing. All right. But can, this. this state, Candace Bay covers the seeds. What yeah, can she I does. say? All, the all right. <laughs> so character, what does that look like in your, in your coaching? Because character is something that's like who you are in your core, right? So ha- how do you, how do you help with character? Well, part of leadership, a, a large part, if you have competence,
1: connection and, and character, if you have to, to only focus on one character is the one you need to focus on. Uh, because if you don't have character, you're not connecting with your people. You're not building that trust. And if trust is broken, then people aren't going to follow you. And if people aren't following you, you're not going to have a solid organization or be able to grow any anywhere of significance, right? So character gets into your values, really. Do you value the people that you lead? Because if you don't value them, you shouldn't be leading them. Mm-hmm. The leadership is different than management, Leadership isn't about what the people can do for you. I believe a lot of people have grown up with the authoritarian leadership style that um, I'm in charge and you do what I say. Don't ask me any questions. You're here to serve me. It's all about me as a leader and not you. But if you look at a company, any aspect of a company on any level, whether it's janitorial, whether it's accounting, whether it's uh, the manufacturing process, whether it's sales accounting, what, everything is driven by people. People are your biggest asset and we need to realize that. Too many companies put no money into the training of their people. So we want to nurture everyone, meeting them and their needs and letting them know they're cared for. But then we equip many, which is building those competent technical skills, right? To get the job done. And then the maybe 20% we really develop at the character level where we're growing them as an individual and and their ability for critical thinking, their ability to have compassion, the ability to build that trust and understand the elements of what trust looks like, right? Most people know the words, but they don't break it apart to understand what these words mean in everyday life and what I do to live them out. And that's what I like to get into uh, very, practical application that is transforming behavior right that's
0: cool it sounds it sounds like you're doing great work in the world yeah you you get a little clap for that all right so um before we wrap up is there anything that you would like to say anything we haven't covered that you'd like to say yeah
1: i have a brand new book heaven within
0: Within. okay restoring
1: wholeness for better leadership it published june 28th 2022 and it took um international bestseller in six countries wow that's amazing yeah i'm I'm very excited with this it is life-changing um there's 16 endorsements inside the book if they go to amazon.com you can find it you can also find it at barnes and noble and walmart and LeadershipBooks.com. um but amazon is easy to remember right and you'll find reviews there as well and you can download the first chapter heavenwithin.candicemay.com is another page that has a recording of me talking about the book and you can actually download there's there's two workbooks that are downloadable pdfs so you're getting three books for the price of one and those um if you if you're not used to personal growth and you want to get a taste of of it the, the companion workbook is awesome there's uh something for each chapter and uh, provides you tools and resources how to improve yourself resources to help other people some of the it's great material
0: okay all right so that's on amazon so i can you know in this uh, in the podcast uh, i put contact information so i can have a link to amazon and then how about your website what is what is your website candacemay.com
1: c-a-n-d-a-c-e mae.com.
0: We, we got all the seeds we got candace we got connection we got character we got compassion we, we got have confidence confidence yes and you're cute i don't know i just had to throw it. <laughs> that's a <C. laughs> that's a c all right i was looking for something i was looking for something Thank oh I, and caring oh
1: i appreciate that you know Thank what you. i develop leadership that cares
0: Aw.
1: Attitude, relationships, retention, emotional intelligence, and sales enablement. So thank you. Candace May Cares. That's right.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. So Candace, thank you very much for being here. Um, this is Deborah Brown Bokman. I'm the podcast host of Wisdom Comes with Wrinkles. I want to thank you so much for being here. And I will see you next time. Thanks so much. Thank you, everyone.